Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry stops it, pops it, fires away, no good. Long rebound, Draymond gets to it. Back cut by Kaminga, goes up and under, reverse layup by Jonathan Kaminga. Spectacular, and a timeout for the Suns. The rookie converts, and it's 104-97 with 6.46 to go, and the Suns have to talk it over. What a Christmas present this game is. Yeah, it really was for the Golden State Warriors as we welcome you into Warriors Wrap-Up. John Dickinson with you for the next hour. 888-957-9570. Warriors beat the Suns 116-107. to Jonathan Kaminga, one of many role players for the Golden State Warriors that come up huge in this basketball game as the Dubs without Andrew Wiggins, without Jordan Poole, obviously without Klay Thompson and James Wiseman, in addition to... Andre Iguodala, Damian Lee, and Moses Moody, and it does not matter uh, on an afternoon where Stephen Curry uh, vanquished some of the demons he had from Christmas past uh, with his first 20-plus point game of his career on Christmas, and, and forget about just 20, although he did shoot 10 for 27 in this ball game, He knocked down five threes. He got to the free throw line eight times, and he scores a career high for Christmas for Stephen Curry. 33 points in this one, and uh, I'm just going to come right out of the shoot and say it. That's the biggest win of the Golden State Warriors season when you look at the circumstances, when you look at the opponent, because all you have to do is start right off the top with the names that I just mentioned as far as who was out of the lineup for the Warriors, and the Suns were essentially fully loaded. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Ayton. They had all their regulars that play in their rotation campaign, Camp Johnson, JaVale McGee, Landry Shamit, and the Warriors got enough contributions. They won enough big moments when the Suns made their runs to either stay in the game, prevent themselves from from getting down more than five points at any point, but also coming out and setting the tone early in this one uh, because the tone was definitely set early in this one and then so many key moments from key different contributors along the way. Uh, And then how about Otto Porter Jr.? 
saying night-night to the Phoenix Suns down the stretch when Steve Kerr makes what could have been a controversial decision to rest Stephen Curry in the back half of the fourth quarter of a game that I know a lot of Warrior fans would have been highly agitated if they had let slip away after this team had played as well as they did to put themselves in position where they were up five all said and done in those final minutes. And if the Suns wind up getting on a run with Curry out of the game and then Curry comes back into the game, but it's not quite enough and the Suns win the game, the entire tone of this postgame show would have been a lot different uh, from Warrior fans that would have been just absolutely fuming uh, at Steve Kerr. So 888-957-9570, That is the phone number to participate in the program. It's John Dickinson. It's Warriors wrap-up. Warriors beat the Suns 116-107. to And, and – a couple of big picture points, and then we'll kind of run through the game. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll, we'll get to the phone calls. But this is the kind of game, point blank, and, and I don't want to overstate it, but I firmly believe it. This is the kind of win for the Golden State Warriors that gets on the championship DVD for a team that winds up going on and, and winning a championship in any sport. And I know, you know the DVD game ain't really the DVD game any, anymore, but it's the championship season in review film, right, with the, the narrator and, and, and all of the behind-the-scenes footage. Like, the team that ultimately wins the championship in the NBA case in the summer, when that, when that video premieres and, and gets shown and everybody gets interviewed after the fact about the big moments, this win under these circumstances, it, it, it's, it's a big part, I think, of – the statement as to what and this Warriors team is all about and who the different characters and role players on this Warriors team, what they are specifically all about. Uh, guys like Gary Payton II tonight getting the start again and coming up big with, with 14 points and, and multiple defensive plays. And, and Otto Porter Jr. pouring in 19 with, with big bucket after big bucket in the final six minutes of the game against a team that may be the, the Warriors' toughest opponent in the Western Conference as far as supremacy goes in, in potentially reaching an NBA Finals, whether it's Nemanja Bielitsa scrapping and clawing or Jonathan Kaminga, who had a, a positive impact uh, off the bench in this game. Uh, this is the kind of game that gets highlighted on a championship season in review film. So bookmark it. Clay Thompson's going to come back. James Wiseman's going to come back. There's going to be a lot of other massively important games for the Golden State Warriors between now and the end of the regular season and now and, and, and the end of the playoffs whenever that happens. But if this team goes on to, to win it uh, and, and do something special, I think tonight's game is going to be a game that, that will be remembered with a greater fondness than, than a, a lot of other games uh, given the circumstances. So I, I want to get to the people that want to talk. 888-957-9570. We'll review this one. We'll get to Steve Kerr. We got your Steph Curry three-point update as he had his best career game on Christmas. We had the numbers for you before the game and on Warriors this week. Uh, not, not a great shooting night, but Steph Curry pushed through. And my God, Draymond Green was an absolute man possessed at the beginning. You want to talk about tone setter 
and out-hustling the opponent and the ball humming around, the Warriors had that championship look to them from the jump in this one. They, they took it to the Suns. I don't know if the Suns overlooked the Warriors or not because the Warriors were so short-handed, but the Warriors played more forcefully in this basketball game, and that set a tone that I think allowed other players to get very comfortable in the game and make enough big plays down the stretch to to help the Warriors prevail. So 888-957-9570. Let's get it rolling here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Uh, and we'll start with Gary in Oakland. Gary is up first here on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, Gary? Man, I am just incredibly juiced. I mean... I think I can't overstate. I think this is one of our biggest regular season wins since we were climbing the mountain in 2015. And I remember we went down to Miami and beat that LeBron team. And I knew we had something special then. I mean, I, I, I don't know where to start. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I thought we probably might get blown out tonight because we were so shorthanded. And, I mean, just the intensity and the heart we stepped up with, it's just unbelievable. I mean, who's this guy Witherspoon? I've I, I never seen him before. But, I mean, just the impact he was making, being physical. I mean, GP2, we know who he is now. I mean, even with us not necessarily shooting so well, I mean, the defense is just it's unbelievable. I mean, we're like a bunch of piranhas out there. And Porter Jr., I mean, he's we know who he is now. And, you know, we've been looking at it like, you know, we know he needs more time. Well, he got it tonight, and he delivered. I'm just – I'm fired up because there's no reason we were supposed to win this game. And we had every excuse, which I wasn't going to make any, but, I mean, we got our second and third leading score out, six of our top nine players out. I mean, Phoenix has been rolling. I mean, they've been rolling. They've been terminating teams. And, I mean, we won by nine. We didn't even hit our shoot free throws good. We could have beat these guys by 15 points. So, I mean, th- this is a huge win. I mean, we can't understate it. This is a huge win. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate the call. I could not agree with you more. The Warriors set the tone from the jump in a game that that very easily had the Warriors gotten blown out. Uh, I'm coming on the air right now, and all right, you expect it. You're down your second and your third leading score. The Suns have been throttling everybody. It doesn't really make a statement as to maybe what the future matchups are going to look at look like between these two teams uh, if the Suns had thumped the Warriors today and they didn't have it. But I think the Warriors going in and winning this game in the fashion that they did with the depth and the different key contributors that they had, I think that sends a big-time message back to the Suns that, you know, maybe they shouldn't necessarily be taken as seriously. And look, they're going to be a threat, but I think the Warriors showed that maybe they have some answers for the Phoenix Suns uh, in the future matchups. Now the ball's back in, in the court of Phoenix to almost reprove that they're up to the task in the next matchup at the end of March or if these two teams wind up facing each other again. Let's get Drew and Oakland up next. We've got a lot of people that want to talk. 888-957-9570. What's going on, Drew? Merry Christmas. You're on 95.7 The Game. My man, J.D., hey, Merry Christmas to you. I've been rocking with you guys all day from Nick Friedel to Dan Devone to now post game. Appreciate you guys being on, and Merry Christmas to you and your family. But this game... This game was unbelievable. This is remind me of Houston when no a few years back on Christmas when no one gave him a shot. And you know what this does, JD? This builds confidence and experience with these young cats that we have. You know, Witherspoon. I mean, they got him just a few days ago. 
Porter Jr. I mean, when you said this morning you were talking to Nick and there was no Moody and there's no Wiggins and Poole, where was the offense coming from? But these guys, they put it together. And this put, you know what this is? They're going to be talking about this on Monday on the jump because this puts the league on notice. When you have, I can just hear these guys in the morning, when you have the literally the third string coming alive and putting it together and then Curry putting those demons to rest, I mean, this is the best Christmas present as a Warriors fan that we could hope for. They didn't want to play, or they wanted to play, but they were fired up about being on the road again, and they came out with force, J.D. Hey, you have a good Christmas, man, and be safe. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the call, Drew. Really appreciate it. And I think you're right. It puts the entire league on blast, that the Warriors are coming after it and that the Warriors have – a depth to them and a tenacity to them. And, and look, it, it, it to me started right off the top with Draymond Green. You could tell the Warriors' energy was right. And look, early on, the Suns were hitting back. But Draymond's moving the ball around and players are cutting. The Suns were a little bit sluggish at the top. And the Warriors were taking it to them, but the Warriors proved up 33-27 and probably could have been up a couple of more at the end of the first quarter that they were in it. And then the Suns finally woke up in the in the second quarter, but the Warriors hung in. I thought Jonathan Kaminga and Gary Payton the second hit a couple of big threes uh, late in the second quarter where the Suns were really rolling in that quarter, but they were able to hit a couple of threes, and it wound up being just a four-point game uh, at the half when it, it felt like maybe it had the potential to get away from the Warriors at that point, and you felt like, well, it was a great start, but the Suns woke up, and the Suns were just going to assert themselves as the better team, especially with the Warriors being so shorthanded, and it would be on to the next. But the Warriors answered that bell late in the second. It was a four-point game at the half. It wasn't a 10 or a 12 or a 14-point game at the half. If a couple of those shots rim out, maybe that's the conversation we're having. And then the Warriors come right back out early in the third, and they get it tied, and, and that starting group of Curry and Peyton and Looney and Draymond Green and Otto Porter, those five... Those five beat Chris Paul and Devin Booker and Mikel Bridges and Jay Crowder and, and DeAndre Ayton. They flat out, mano a mano, you look at the plus minuses, they beat them tonight. That group beat them. And Gary Payton's making defensive plays where he's stopping Ayton on one play and he's stopping Chris Paul on the other play. And Kaminga has his moments. Uh, and, and, yeah, Quindary Witherspoon, who's somebody that uh, really – he. He got it. He got his hands in and his body in, and and and, and played some some dogged defense and and knew where to be on offense, and and, and ended up with with six key points and played fourteen minutes. And uh, he's one. Of, he he's only on the Golden State Warriors right now because they have so many COVID uh, health and safety protocol issues and players out that the league now dictates. Hey, you got to sign players to fill in if you have a certain amount of players out so you can continue to play games without having to get them postponed. So he literally finds himself on a 10-day because all these dudes are out, and he winds up being another one of these positive contributors uh, on the afternoon with six key points and, and a guy that's trying to make a name for himself in the league. So, yeah, he, he gets a hat tip uh, in a ball game where a, a lot of guys get a hat tip uh, for the Golden State Warriors. 888-957-9570. Priest is next here on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, Priest? Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. I just wanted to say, this is a culture win. 
This Big is time. a reality, a fulfillment of a message that's been being sent to these young players since camp began. Now it's starting to submit for them that this can be reality. They can be a part of a team that can be that can win a championship. For Kaminga to grow, this kid is growing in leaps and bounds. Let me tell you something. I thought he was good. I did not think he was this good. This kid, I'm going to tell you something. This kid is special, man. He is special. I just think that with Gary Payton Jr., uh, JTA, pull this young group of players who are learning what it takes to win big time big time in the NBA is seeing something that they could not see on another organization. The Suns are a darn good team. Don't 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 get it twisted. The Suns are a championship caliber team. These kids went out there and hit them in the face and hit them in the face again and stood there and, and, and would not back off. That's what I love. Curry is the culture. Curry and, and Draymond is the culture. And they have taught these kids how to win. This is special. What we're watching right now, make no mistake about it, this is special. Thanks for taking my Thanks, call. Priest. You got it, my man. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. We appreciate Priest checking in. I'm just, I, I know Priest is on the young players for, from the jump and has been for a while. So when I saw my man Priest was on the board, I said, you know what? Priest is coming on and he's got the floor. Priest has got the floor uninterrupted. He can talk about everybody. And, yeah, Kaminga continues to, to flash it. He's helping this team right now in the limited role. But the athleticism does look more and more special. And, and, look, the more he's gotten an opportunity to play, the more dynamic he looks. And, and I think, you know, initially it, it appeared to be just very raw with him as a wing player. Maybe he could help him more as a big. I'm not putting his game in a box at this point as because like, he looks like he can do a little bit of everything in a, in a pretty special way as he continues to grow. But the credit does go to the Warriors for how they brought him along, not playing initially at all because he was injured, got banged up in camp, then a lot of behind-the-scenes work, a lot of, of G League work, and then giving him a little taste here and there and, and bringing him into some low-pressure environments, giving him the game that they gave him a week ago where he could be the star on a night where nobody made the trip effectively up to Toronto to play that game. You lose, but you benefit from that loss in the way that he was the best player on the team and got a chance to, to flourish and show his skills. And, yeah, I mean, the, the, other, the role players, the Gary Payton, the seconds, the, the JTA, just, just a lot of good – specific little winning plays made by everybody. Brian in Hayward is up next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, I just want to um, continue on with Kaminga. Uh, I really like his game. He's very controlled athletically. Um, I want to bring up a play. I think it was right before halftime. Uh, he was checking Chris Paul full court and. um uh, CP3 gave him a little crossover that looked like he got dropped, but, you know, I had to go back and watch the replay, and I actually saw him step on his foot. 
So we can give uh, Kaminga a pass on that crossover. It was a little bit of a dirty play, but you've come to expect things like that from Chris Paul, I feel. Um, but other than that, he played a pretty clean game. And another thing is Kaminga took a shot in midair from JaVale McGee. And I, and I feel like it was kind of a reactive mistake on, on McGee's part. But he was up in the air, Kaminga, and he contorted his body and got hit clear in the face and his neck turned. I can't believe the kid got up after that. I mean, maybe I'm being a little bit dramatic, but that kid is special athletically. I know we've said it, you know, more than enough times, but he's going to be making all-star games well after LeBron is gone. And I feel like he's exciting to watch in a lot of ways. And uh, overall, great performance by the by the guys, GP, JTA, and Kaminga, and Bielita. And definitely, finally, Otto Porter Jr. showed us why he got signed. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving I'm loving these guys all stepping up and in contributing to overall, you know, success. So thanks guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Steve Kirk coming up here uh, in a few minutes. Let, let's get David, though, in San Diego up next here before we pause on 95.7 The Game. David, you're on Warriors Wrap-Up. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this win shows me just unbelievable depth. When we get our full lineup back, Kerr has a zillion lineup options for every game, every situation in each game. I, the bench is beyond deep. I can see Kerr looking like he did in the championship years not too long ago, making a million adjustments to matchups and thwarting any lineup anybody else puts on the floor against us. We're just loaded rich. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Steve Kerr has going to have a lot of players to pick and choose from. And, and thanks for the call uh, when everybody gets healthy. And, and for the Warriors to be able to win this game with this group of players and as many players as they had out on the road against the defending Western Conference champions, against a team that in the first two matchups and the first matchup specifically, they, they really took it to the Warriors in ways to, to tell them, hey, we're a big time threat to what you're trying to accomplish when you're, you know, 18 and 2 basically at that point. And for the Warriors to clap back the way that they did, I mean, it it it's a major statement to the Suns, it's a major statement to everybody else and it's also a statement uh you know, it, it's the kind of game that flips the standings too because the Warriors now have a win in Phoenix. Phoenix is coming to to play the Warriors in March in the Bay. And the Warriors now uh, move back into the number one spot overall in the NBA at 27 and six, and they dip the Suns back to 26 and six. And who knows? Warriors may wind up with a tiebreaker if they now can win that third game out of four uh, when these two teams face each other again. All right, Steve Kerr coming up, but we still have time for more phone calls. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Big win for the Warriors. I think it's the biggest of the season. 116 to 107. Dubs get it done in the Valley of the Sun. We'll continue talking about it uh, coming up here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Curry down the left wing, takes it, guided by Bridges, waits for Draymond, feeds him. Looney screens for Draymond. Draymond back to Porter, the hot hand, squares up for a triple, buried it! He buried it! Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95-7 The Game. Yeah, Otto Porter was sticking threes, he was sticking twos, he was getting boards, I mean, doing it all, really, down stretch as the Warriors... Get the win in Phoenix, shorthanded dubs, 116-107. to Major league statement win for Golden State as they improved to 27-6. and Otto Porter, 19 points uh, in this one. And I, I thought one of the biggest shots of the game, mentioned a, a key stretch, uh, and there were a couple of key stretches in this one, I thought, where the Suns started to punch back off of the Warriors setting a tone. But, but the key stretch mid-fourth quarter, Steve Kerr decides, Steph Curry's not going to play the whole fourth quarter. He's going to give him a couple of minute rest and get him back in the game. And it's at a point where the Warriors are up five, 104-99. But you're thinking, man, if, if in this two minutes the Suns could go on a run, that could be big trouble, and maybe Steph can't come back in and, and save the day. But immediately Otto Porter hit a three, made it 107-99, and the Suns still outscored the Warriors 8-2 to from that point on. Uh, but when Steph Curry was able to come back into the game uh, right around the 247 mark, it was still 109-107. Uh, and then uh, the Suns got a stop, but a big Chris Paul turnover, and then Porter uh, stuck the jumper from the corner right after that CP3 turnover. He hit the, the, the next shot uh, that, that we just played for you here. And it was it was night night uh, as as people you know different positions uh, and different styles, but uh, the shooting prowess it it had a very it had a very Clay Thompson esque feel to all right you're trying to do everything you can to defend Steph ball's gonna find another shooter and that shooter uh, is gonna bring you home so uh, and Otto Porter did that today a couple other names uh, via the text line and and you know it's it's so apropos. That uh, and the eight three one, we appreciate you bringing up Kavon Looney, who was extremely solid tonight. Eight and ten had six offensive rebounds of the Warriors twelve, and and some critical ones I thought early on in the game. The Warriors really set the tone, an aggressive one defensively on the boards. I thought they out hustled, frankly, the the Suns in the first quarter plus of the game, and right out of the shoot in the third quarter. And I thought that was a big part of, of why the Warriors were able to to gain the advantage at different points in this game and, and also not 
ever have it get to a point where they trailed by more than five, even as the Suns were, were getting things rolling, going the other way. It was just a, it was just a, a hustle-type game, an aggressive-type game, a defensive-oriented type, type game. People were just, just flying around for the Warriors. But Kevon Looney needs a nod in 28 minutes in the 8-3-1. You see Looney taking it to the rack. What a move. Appreciate you checking in, uh, T-Dog. And the 925 also chiming in, uh, 46-40 points in the paint in, in favor of the Warriors in this one. They were the aggressors. They were the tougher team. And, you know, you look at it, the Suns weren't able to get out in, in transition. The Warriors with just 11 turnovers, they, they handled the pressure, I thought, much better than they have in, in any of the first two matchups uh, as far as, as not giving the basketball up and, and giving the Suns those those extra possessions that, that can flip a game. And for the second straight game, the Warriors got three-point shooting from others. We talked about the, the non-Steph Curry threes in the ballgame against Memphis. Well, you look at it tonight – the Warriors had nine non-Steph Curry threes, and this isn't a game where they don't have Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. So pitching in, three from Porter, Draymond even hit a couple, Gary Payton hit a couple, Bielitsa had one, Kaminga had one, Kaminga and Payton had a big couple uh, late in the first half to keep the Warriors from getting behind by too many. I also thought another big stretch in this game was the JaVale McGee flagrant foul. Uh, as that basically allowed the Warriors to tie the game uh, going to to the fourth quarter. 84-80, JaVale McGee fouled Kaminga going up, hit him in the face unintentionally, and that wound up being two free throws that Kaminga sunk. The Warriors were able to score, and again, the game was kind of hanging in the brink there with Stephen Curry on the bench after the Warriors had gotten up six. It was a 19-9 a, a uh, Warriors start to the third, and then Phoenix went on a 9-0 run to flip it at that point, and down four, but then Kaminga gets fouled, and that was another one of those where calmly put themselves in position where they never really let the game get uh, out of hand. So 888-957-9570, uh, Steve Kirk coming up, but first let's get uh, Robin in here in San Francisco at 95.7 The Game. Hey, Robin, appreciate it. Merry Christmas. How are you? I'm fine, J.D. How are you? Hey, listen, you know me. Doing well. I'm always cautious. Good, I'm glad. I, you know me, I'm cautious about overreacting to things, but I, I, they're starting to make a little bit of a believer out of me, J.D., okay? Now, um, I wanted to ask you something. Not, you know, I don't usually listen to the national people. Well, Kendrick Perkins, I guess on my nerves, he said that. You tell me what you think. <laughs> I don't believe it. But he said not to take away from the Warriors, but actually he did. Uh, he said, but he didn't believe <laughs> that the Suns took the Warriors serious, this group outside of Draymond and Steph. And so they let their guards down, and that's why they believe that they got they lost. Do you think there's anything to that, or he's just a hater? Bye, sugar. Enjoy the rest of your day. Pre appreciate it, Robin. Uh, happy holidays to you. Merry Christmas. I do think there's something to that, but who cares? And and I'm not coming down your road when I say this, Robin. But if they took the if they overlooked the Warriors, 
then they're not champions. You know why? Because they haven't been champions to this point. And to me, you've got to be champions before you can overlook anybody and get the benefit of the doubt for overlooking somebody. So, you know, and I don't really care what Kendrick Perkins says because I'm I'm with you on on, on him. I mean, I you know he he says some things where I go okay, but then there's other times where it's like all right, whatever. I don't it doesn't really matter. But but again, shame on the Suns if they did overlook the Warriors. I mean, do that at your own peril because to me, if that's what it was, and only they know, then it might already be a wrap at that point because I'm a firm believer that you have no right to overlook any team with a couple of future Hall of Famers when you are on the brink of being a championship team yourself and couldn't get over the hump. Like, you you, you can't ride like that if you're the Suns. What a championship team does and a team that's hungry to win a championship that feels like they've got the upper hand on a, on a team like the Warriors today going into the game, what they do is they put their foot down and they knock them out and they blow them out and – you move on to the next game and you act like the game didn't really mean anything to you after you beat them. So, hey, you overlook a team like that at home, then you're asking for trouble later on. Like, I got it, – it may have happened and Kendrick may be right, but the bigger point is if the Suns did that, then it's an indicator to me that they don't have what it takes to get over the hump. They don't have the guts, the the focus – the fortitude, the dog in them, whatever it is. It ain't them if they overlook this Warriors team. So I'm not going to say where they did or they didn't. You can believe Kendrick Perkins, whatever. But if they did, then to me, that's a big-time check in the box of, you know what, Phoenix? Sorry, I can't really take you seriously for the next three months. Let's see what happens when you play the Warriors inside Chase Center. Let's see if you got a little something to get back into into you know, legitimacy if, if both teams are playing full strength at that point. Uh, because I, I am. Look, I'm looking at the Warriors differently for future matchups based on today. And really the only way you could is the way that this game played out with the Warriors shorthanded going in and winning. Because if it's flipped the other way, we're just – we're just moving on. Nothing to take away. The way this game played out, there is stuff to take away. Positively in a big-time way for the Warriors, but also negatively in a big-time way uh, for, for the Phoenix Suns. I'm not going to look at them the same. And I've, I've given the Suns a lot of respect, and, and I'm not really going to dog them or act like they're nothing or this or that. But, but, I, but for the Suns to basically be full strength, and, and kind of not bring it and allow the Warriors to set the tone to the point where they could bring that game home, you know what, maybe the Suns ain't a championship team. Maybe they're not. And, and maybe the Warriors have closed any gap with this new group of role players that's trying to get it done and, and, and is trying to advance. 888-957-9570. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, as, as he met with the media following this one, Warriors 116. Suns 107. Uh, let's head down to the Footprint Center in Phoenix and hear from the head coach. I did. I drew up every every play, every bit of. I, I completely uh, organized every single aspect of it. So thank you for the compliment. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Otto was uh, amazing. Just you know, a couple of broken plays um, where he just turns them into. Uh, shots both off the dribble and um, 
I think he had one catch and shoot as well, but, um, you know, he's just added so much to our team, uh, with his shooting from that position and also his rebounding and, and uh, his defense. He's the hell of a player. What aspect of that win like? Um, the fact that it came on Christmas and, you know, we're on the road and, uh, so what a great Christmas gift, you know, for, for our guys, they obviously gave it uh, to themselves, but, uh, you know, they, it, it's fun playing on Christmas. It, it's, there's a special vibe. Um, and obviously this game um, with, you know, the two teams with the best record in the league um, had a special feel to it. So just, uh, just a great win and had a lot of fun. The guys are really happy right now. You love following up on that. You know, you list the mentalities and Why do you think as undermanned as they were, they were able to rise to the challenge? Uh, well, we have great depth. You know, on our roster, our front office did an amazing job putting this roster together so that when we are down um, bodies, uh, we we can put guys out there who can really play. I mean, Otto and Gary in the starting lineup um, are fantastic. And then uh, we're getting really good uh, bench minutes from Juan and Belly. I thought Jonathan Kaminga was great today. So, you know, we just got a, a really deep team and they're all committed and, and they play together. Yeah, I knew about him just because of his uh, uh, presence in Santa Cruz, and I've watched him guarding Clay um, in scrimmages, and uh, it's one of the reasons we felt really comfortable playing him was uh, because of his defensive ability. We knew we were going to have to guard uh, Devin Booker and, and um, you know, Chris Paul on switches. And I thought Quindary was uh, fantastic and gave us some offense as well and bought us, uh, you know, 14 minutes of rest for other guys too. So uh, Quindary was a big part of the win. How, how do you think that he's come along and, and you know, with such a short rotation? Well, no, he's coming along really well. I mean, this is the natural progression for uh, a rookie to come in and have a summer league um, to have a full training camp, to uh, have to earn minutes, to learn from, you know, veteran group, uh, to be a student every day uh, with guys like Andre and Draymond uh, and others, you know, teaching him. Uh, and then, you know, we, he's gradually getting more minutes here and there and, and doing a great job. So I think it's a very uh, organic, natural progression and uh, really, really pleased with JK. Struggles in the past Christmas days. What did you pick up his efforts today, particularly given that you guys don't have all your regular? Yeah, I mean, Steph was amazing. You know, facing that defense with um, so much attention on him, you know, missing, you know, three of our best shooters. um, For for him to to see that type of defense and find his way to, you know, 33 points, he was a a plus 24. So, you know, even when he was. not making shots, he was still impacting the game just by, uh, you know, pulling the defense over towards him. So um, Steph was was uh, brilliant. So was Draymond. I thought Looney did a hell of a job as well. So it's a, a great team win. I know you know what was happening on social media, but the final four, a lot of timeouts. No, I, I was on my phone. I saw. I, I took a lot of criticism. I was, you know, Twitter it was killing me, but. Um, I'm curious that decision, you know, you said Steph and the game is tenuous. You know he needs a rest. You put, you put like 39 minutes 
Is that decision tough, especially with so many guys out, or was it? You know, I have a, a good feel at this point for recognizing our whole staff does for recognizing when Steph is tired, you know, and he, he spent almost the entire first seven minutes of that fourth quarter in high drags with multiple defenders chasing him and uh, he got going. Uh, but that's exhausting to run pick and roll over and over and over again. So he was tired. We recognized it. I told him he wasn't happy when he came out, but I told him um, two minutes, get your rest, then you can close. And uh, I thought the uh, maybe the biggest shot of the game was right when we took him out. Otto uh, made that three uh, off of uh, Looney's screen. And, um, you know, just to be able to buy a couple of minutes rest for Steph, he was much fresher in those last uh, three and a half minutes. And it all worked out. And uh, so hopefully, you know, Twitter praised me for the decision after the fact. No praise? Oh, okay. Is that, how much of that is the belief in the depth of the roster, which you got, like, you know you can hold on for? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, the belief in the in the guys who are out there. We have a great defensive team. If, you know, if we didn't have um, the number one defense in the league, it'd be a lot harder to take Steph out of the game in that circumstance. But I felt confident we could get a few stops. Um, and as I said, Otto hit a huge shot just to, um, bias a little more time. Um, but, um, the biggest thing is, um, Steph and I, you know, we know each other so well now we know his, his game, his tendencies, um, he needed a little rest. So, uh, we, we, you know, he, he may not have liked it, but, um, that's the decision, you know, we made and it, and it worked out. Um, so that's, uh, you got to make those decisions. It's very similar to uh, to players being out in that roles change, and um, you know you, it's a different feel during the game. You know, Mike Brown is usually in charge of uh, our defense, and he's communicating with the team. And um, you know, Kenny and Decky and Chris DeMarco uh, all play their roles during uh, during games, and. I'm getting advice uh, from all of them uh, on different things. We've, we've found a really good groove as a staff this year. And then, you know, missing all those guys was really bizarre. But uh, I thought um, the, the group did a really good job. Uh, Chris Weems and, and Jamma uh, yeah. took over the defense and, and did a great job. And, and uh, but it was, it was weird. This is, these are strange times for a lot of reasons, but uh, never seen four coaches out. Um, at the same time. Yeah, so the Warriors dealing with some coaches in the health and safety protocols, obviously a number of players in the health and safety protocols, and Clay Thompson and James Wiseman not quite back yet. Iguodala still dealing with the, the knee soreness, and then, uh, of course, Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins and, and Moses Moody, uh, Damian Lee finding their way into the, the health and safety protocols. So the Warriors getting a hell of a win uh, for being shorthanded uh, in Phoenix against a, a fully loaded Suns team. And you know, a couple of key points and takeaways there from Steve Kerr. Uh, Stephen Curry, uh, we talked about it on Warriors this week, uh, just the unbelievable numbers that he's had on Christmas. I mean, literally, just how how poor he shot the basketball coming into today. Uh, overall, on, on Christmas at 30%. 20% from three, he'd averaged an eight 
Christmas games, uh, just a tick over 13 points per game. He had never had a 20-point game on Christmas. Well, he didn't shoot the ball great in this one tonight. Uh, as you look at, at the overall numbers, uh, 10 of 27, 5 of 16 from 3, uh, but it is a career-high Christmas game from Stephen Curry with the 33 points, and, and he was still a plus 24, which is the best number on the floor, to Steve Kerr's point about all the attention he was drawing. And I, I know there was a note that the Suns had the 4 of 21 against Steph. They did a nice job on him in terms of shooting percentage in the second game. And you add it all up, and, and Curry's shooting just 32%. 32.5% in the three head-to-head matchups between the Warriors and the Suns. Well, that's great for the Suns, but they've dropped two out of three games in that in that matchup. So uh, even if they're able to do that in a playoff series, let's say, where it's it's two ga- you know, three games like that, or, or they, they do it to them maybe in in four or five games out of a out of a seven game series. Well, what's going to happen in the games if Steph Curry does shoot well in a couple? I mean, the Warriors are already winning now two out of three, even though he's shooting under 33% overall in the matchup. But now the Warriors are still getting theirs with you know in terms of winning. And so if Curry does start going off, which you know he can at any moment against any defense, I mean, then it then it gets into almost a a night-night kind of situation. I mean, the the bigger takeaway coming off of today is this matchup against the Suns may not be as historic as people think if if today is any indicator. Uh, I mean, today gives me some... And look, this can change. These teams aren't going to see each other for three months. Hopefully, it'll be a full full strength versus full strength with Clay and everybody and Wiseman, everybody back for that finale. We get a decent taste of, of what these two can do, and maybe the Suns bounce back and put it to the Warriors and change some of the conversation as far as what a playoff series would work. But coming off today, there's some Warriors in five vibes for me today as far as a, a potential playoff series between these these two teams, and that's even with Steph being able to get held down, if you will, uh, in terms of the, the field goal percentage. But but all of the gravity and all of the attention is, is getting open looks for others, and I thought the Warriors played extremely forcefully, uh, and as the text line pointed out, uh, even on a night where Steph doesn't shoot it well, he continues to terrorize Chris Paul uh, in, in, a, in a career where he's done a lot of terrorizing Chris Paul. So with that, uh, it's time for the Steph Curry three-point update brought to you by Masterclass. As Steph uh, came into the game with 162 made threes for the season, he tacked on five more. So now 167 for Steph Curry as Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. All right, before we get out of here, uh, let's go ahead and hear from Otto Porter uh, as he was, uh, I, I think, the the star role player of the game for the Warriors in this one as he scores 19, three big buckets down the stretch, podium game, and there's been a few podium games uh, for Otto Porter during his time with the Warriors. Uh, let's head back to Footprint Center and hear a little bit from OPJ. Uh, shots were able to knock down. Uh, just trying to find an open spot, uh, moving, 
And like I said, just, you know, knock down some shots. I think Steve called the three you get right back in out of the fourth, the biggest shot in the game, allowed them I mean, uh, Coach drew up a couple plays um, that freed me open. Uh, and our teammates did a good job of finding me. And, you know, I was able to, you know, step in and knock some shots down. And they kept finding me. So I kind of got in the rhythm uh, coming off some screens. Uh, but, yeah, that was huge um, for Step to sit down for a little bit, catch his breath before he came back in. So. Uh, we got a lot of guys that can play. I mean, we had two of our starters out. Uh, we already played a game. We played Memphis without them. So uh, it was another opportunity to for everybody to step up and, and contribute, uh, especially on a game like this. Uh, everybody came off the bench, did an amazing job, uh, and we're going to continue to, to need them. Andre, considering himself a bargain, do you think very highly of your game, too? How does he make those comments to you about how you're a bargain? I mean, yeah, he's our vet. Um, you know, I've been around, uh, played against him. Uh, so, I mean, we pretty much see the game kind of the same way. Uh, you know, he was just telling me to stay aggressive. It's going to come, you know, just you know, find your spots. Uh, he was telling J.K., Juan, we just have to be aggressive. And um, from him being on the sideline is a big help. Uh, he's like another coach out there that, that can see the game, slow down, and see what we can do uh, to help each other out. What does this stage of your career feel like? You know, long term, mm-hmm. uh, injury stuff, but just now, kind of like, is there a better transition? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the stage? Uh, like a breath of fresh air for me. Uh, being her last couple of years, I haven't really get a chance to really showcase what I can do in different situations. Um, you know, then coming here, I just knew I had a great opportunity. And, you know, once I continue to get my body right and once I got to Golden State, uh, I saw another big opportunity, you know, uh, with my size and my versatility to help these guys out. And we've seen a lot of the versatility because he's played the five, he's played the four, and today he started at the three and and basically shot it like a three down the stretch in this one and, and was playing the three down the stretch in, in this one as, as the Warriors were, were able to get the win. And uh, it shouldn't go unnoticed that Otto Porter Jr., after sticking a couple of those big shots that, that put the Suns to bed, uh, he, he was jawing a little bit and talking and pointing uh, at that Phoenix Suns bench. So as far as this being a rivalry, uh, he got him down and then he let him know uh, a little bit. Uh, as he was putting them down, and the Warriors go on to uh, earn the victory in this one. Also, just a, a quick note on the Warriors with Steph Curry uh, in the last couple of games. So Dylan Brooks, you know, one of these guys that's kind of a Curry stopper, uh, so to speak, if there is. Yeah, Curry put the, the 46 on him, 13 of 22, 8 of 14. Uh, and then you look at today, uh, Bridges, and, and look, he didn't shoot it well, but he did get to the line eight times to make his game more efficient. He, Curry in these last two, he's averaging 39.5 points. He's shooting 47% overall if you combine the two, and he's at, at basically 45% from three in these last two games. Guarded by Dylan Brooks, Mikel Bridges, and the Warriors without Wiggins and without Poole and without Clay and without Iguodala uh, are, have, won, have won these games. 
Uh, so uh, knocking away a couple of teams that have been projected to be uh, teams that eh, give the Warriors trouble could be problematic in a, in a future playoff series. So needless to say, a couple of the bigger wins when you start to rank the 27 victories that the Warriors have, and, and they now sit atop the NBA standings once again and atop the Western Conference at 27-6. and six. You're listening to 95.7 The Game. KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco and Odyssey Station brought to you by DuckDuckGo, privacy simplified. Uh, final couple of minutes here, uh, John Dickinson, uh, Warriors wrap up uh, on 95-7 the game. And uh, on that note, we'll actually go ahead and uh, call it an evening. want to thank everybody uh, for calling in uh, in this one. A uh, lot of great calls. People were fired up as, as we got on the air here in the 25, 30-minute range after this ball game. One of the more exciting, thrilling wins of the year for the Warriors. So appreciate all the callers. Appreciate all the texters as well. Uh, and everybody that was joining us at, at 9 a.m. Uh, on Christmas morning all over the Bay and all over Northern California uh, with Fridell earlier and and all the way through the afternoon with Devone and Shamari uh, and on into to Tim on the call and uh, post game with me. Just a, an absolute blast and absolute pleasure to, to be doing this and, and, and being a part uh, of these broadcasts and, and talking about Warriors basketball with you. Uh, but uh, it doesn't happen without you. So appreciate everybody participating and listening and all of that. Want to thank uh, Sterling Bennett and Craig Valentino uh, and and Evan uh, Giddings from uh, who produced earlier today, and everybody else in our San Francisco studios who's uh, working on this holiday. Appreciate the help of of everybody. Uh, I'm going to be back at 10 o'clock on Monday. Uh, with Nick Friedel. Uh We're going to be filling in uh, a few days next week, and I'm going to be in uh, all week uh, in the midday slot uh, on 95-7, the game, and the Warriors are going to be back at it on Tuesday after a couple of days off at home against the Denver Nuggets, first of two against the Nuggets in San Francisco for one, in Denver for the other, and that's going to put a put a wrap on the 2021 portion of this 2021-22 season. All right, Warriors get the job done, 116-107. to 107. You heard it all right here in your home for Warriors basketball. It's 95-7 the game. Good night. Merry Christmas. Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. I love you. You gotta do better than that. I love you. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, and a Happy New Year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 